Welcome to Meet, Act, and Part. A Masonic podcast hosted by Midnight Freemasons. Greg Knott, Darren Larners, Todd Vriesen, and Bill Hosler. and welcome to another exciting episode of Meet, Act, and Part. We're going to do something different in this episode, and for about three more to follow, we're going to talk about the four cardinal virtues. These are going to be shorter episodes than we normally do, and uh, we hope you like what we're going to present to you. So this is episode 32, which will focus on fortitude. And before we get into it, we're going to dedicate this episode to Ron Boswell, who was a member of St. Joseph Lodge number 970 in St. Joseph, Illinois, where Darren and I are both members. Uh, Ronnie passed away this past weekend, and uh, we're going to use him as an example of fortitude as we talk about what it means and what it means to us. So we want to pay tribute to him and his family uh, upon their loss, but we know Ron's definitely in that celestial lodge above. So with that, let me just again introduce myself as one of your co-hosts. My name is Greg Knott. And my name is Darren Laners. As Greg mentioned, we're going to talk about fortitude today, and I'm just going to read some of the uh, unciphered Illinois ritual here. Our ritual here in Illinois is uh, not ciphered except for the modes of recognition and the penalties to the obligations. So that being said, our ritual states, fortitude is that noble and steady purpose of the mind, whereby we are enabled to undergo any pain peril or danger when prudentially deemed expedient. This virtue is equally distant from rashness and cowardice, and like the former, should be deeply impressed upon the mind of every Mason as a safeguard or security against any illegal attack that may be made by force or otherwise to extort from him any of those values secrets which he has been so solemnly entrusted and which was emblematically represented upon your first admission into the lodge when you were received on the point of a sharp instrument pressing your naked left breast, which alludes to the pectoral. And in speaking of it alluding to the pectoral, before we talk about the cardinal virtues, it names the points of uh, your entrance. And it says the points of your entrance are four, namely the guttural, pectoral, manual, and pedal, and allude to the four cardinal virtues, temperance, fortitude, prudence, and justice. I'm going to read something, and I'll let you know the date after I read it. But it's talking about the cardinal virtues, and it says this about fortitude. It says, fortitude is the first Masonic virtue called into requisition. It is derived from fortis, meaning strength. And when applied to the speculative instructions of masonry, it measures that strength of mind, which can comprehend all of the great moral powers of human life. It is that power which will fortify an individual knowing that his cause is just to embark in great undertakings and accomplish great ends for good. As he advances in intellectual light, he learns that God, the supreme architect of the universe, moves in his works to bring about ends which must result in good. Fortitude will support us under all the varied trials and 
vicissitudes of our pilgrim journey. It amply paves the way and prepares the young student of masonry to cheerfully and with gratitude perform every duty to God, his neighbor, and himself. Yea, all his obligations growing out of every relation of life. Teaches the disciples of masonry to bear all the ups and downs of the world with that patient resignation and moderation necessary to mental improvement and moral elevation. It teaches that the moral and physical arrangements of life should present no obstacles to the performance of every trust of fidelity reposed to him. In no instance whatever should he demean himself as a man and a mason. And I found those words pretty powerful, and uh, especially given some of the challenges of, uh, as Greg said, the, the last 59 weeks, I think that all of us had to have a, a strength of mind and a resolve to at one point or, or another. But what especially calls out to me here is that it talks a little bit about not only your intellectual learning, your intellectual light, but also it talks a little about faith and it says basically as you move along in your intellectual light or your, your studies of, of masonry, you'll learn that God, the supreme architect of the universe, moves within everything. It says his works, but here, but I mean, I, I consider that everything, you know, you see, can see God in everything. Uh, to bring about ends which must result in good. And I think that that's really talking about one's faith and having faith that regardless of what life throws at you, you're going to be able to pick yourself up off the mat, dust yourself off, and get back to it. There's a line that I always quote from, uh, I believe it's from The Batman Begins, and Alfred, played by Michael Caine, is talking to Bruce Wayne, who is played by Christian Bale. And Alfred says to Bruce, Master Bruce, why do we fall? And then he pauses because Master Bruce doesn't have really an answer for him. And he says something to the effect, so we can learn how to walk. So I've always found that really powerful statement because fortitude is the ability to, I think, also not only have the mental strength to endure great undertakings or great challenges, but I also think that fortitude is also present in learning from one's mistakes. I think that you have to have great fortitude to learn from your mistakes and not make them again and, and learn from them. Darren, it's interesting, your last statement. I went to Philmont Scout Ranch in 2018 for a program, and that ranch was donated by a gentleman by name of Wade Phillips. He donated his ranch to scouting. But anyway, he used to collect what they called little epigraphs or little sayings of people that he thought worthy to note, and he wrote them down, and they published a book. But anyway, one of them that he wrote down was said by George Matthew Adams, who I don't know or know of, but uh, Mr. Adams said to have earned and honored degree from the College of Experience is to have earned distinction. And uh, Darren, I think that fits exactly what you're talking about, about life experiences and not everything comes easy. Not everything is smooth, but those who persevere and like we say through the school of hard knocks is it's so commonly referred to. But what that's saying is I got up after maybe I was down and I brushed myself off and I kept going. And as you alluded to this last year, I think a lot of people have had to do that. And we want to think about a lot of those people that have had problems over the last year with perhaps they lost their job or hours were reduced or they had a family member that was affected directly by COVID through illness or death. So a lot of 
people in our world, not just our country, have definitely have been affected by COVID. I don't know really anyone that wasn't in some way, fashion, or form. And as you go through that year or 59 weeks, as Darren was talking about earlier, if you're keeping score, you're going to feel a lot of ups and downs. And I certainly know I have. I read a New York Times article a week or so ago just discussing the fatigue of people being on Zoom. And if you're like many of us, if you got sent home to work, you started working virtually. And, uh, you know, it was new at first. It was fine. You kind of get to that peak where, yeah, it's pretty neat, but as you're coming down that curve, because it's been so long since you've interacted really day-to-day with your colleagues or your lodge members, etc., the, the COVID fatigue, the Zoom fatigue sets in. So I think what we need to remember is keep that fortitude up as we work our way through this journey uh, of life and, and the things that are coming at us in this particular moment. And again, get up, brush yourself off, and, and we will keep going, but we do it together. Using an example of Ron that we we talked about in the opening of this episode, St. Joseph Lodge meets in a two-story building. So many of you can imagine that long flight of stairs from the ground to the second floor where the lodge room is. And uh, Ronnie, he, he traversed those stairs as long as he could. And ever since I knew him, uh, his physical health wasn't always the best, but he was such a dedicated member of wanting to come to the lodge and participate and, and be uh part of what was going on there. And I think of those flight of stairs again, maybe through the analogy over this last year, each step you take, you're getting one step closer to the top of this case of the building or of the hill or whatever your analogy might be. And you just got to keep going. I think part of what we can do is encourage each other through that uh, sense of fortitude. I wanted to read the first sentence of what Darren read again from the Illinois Ritual because it's it, it just speaks to me. Again, it said, Fortitude is that noble and steady purpose of the mind whereby we are enabled to undergo any pain, peril, or danger when prudently deemed expedient. And so, again, I think what that's saying is you may have a lot of stuff thrown at you that you think you can't handle, but if you do it one step at a time, one piece at a time, one conversation at a time, then you have the ability to overcome. And I think as you climb that hill or those steps, that's really uh, what it's speaking to me. Yeah, just to follow up on that, Ron, I think, joined early 80s, late or mid-80s at our lodge. He's a past master of St. Joe. He also was uh, active with the Valley of Danville and I believe was an uh, MSA winner with the Valley. And one thing that I always remember about Ron is uh, he served basically in the welcome room or welcome area when you first uh, entered the valley uh, at a reunion. Basically, there would always have a room set up where they had a wheel that you could spin to win a prize, and, but also uh, had uh, just chairs and such set up. Uh, so if you wanted to go get a snack or a drink, uh, you'd have some place to sit. And Ron was always in there and talking to everyone. I just remember that he was uh, so outgoing uh, personality-wise and just didn't allow his health issues to really stop him from being uh, the man that he was. 
And uh, that's, in my mind, that's fortitude, because uh, those of you who are listening and know Ron uh, personally know that he had some significant health problems. I personally don't remember a time when Ron was not on oxygen. I remember he used to have to carry a little oxygen thing around with him. And it really, I think, speaks to his mental toughness to be able to get up and get out of bed and go to there's drive over to Danville to the reunion or drive to the lodge and get up those stairs just to be a part of Freemasonry. And I think that we can all take away something from Ron. Yeah, I agree, Darren. And again, it's that uh, perseverance. Uh, let me read another paragraph. We'll start wrapping this up a little bit, but it says, um, this was from the Hillsboro Lodge Number 25, Free and Accepted Masons of Florida, and they've got a nice thing on all four of the cardinal virtues. But anyway, it says, for Masons, fortitude is that noble and steady purpose of the mind or courage in the face of pain or adversity. It is how we build our character, improve our moral fiber, and strengthen our minds to manage the challenges of life. In the absence of this virtue, no person can perform his duty either to God, his neighbor, or himself in an acceptable manner. So I thought that was sort of a nice summary. It says, without this ideal or virtue, you really can't get anything done because it's that tenacity, that keep working at it part of it that uh, encourages you to keep going. Maybe it's for you learning a piece of ritual. Let's bring it back to the lodge itself. And I am not a good memorizer. I've never pretended to be a good ritualist. I get frustrated. There's a couple pieces I'm working on now, and maybe I need to look in the mirror and uh, play this episode back to Fortitude to say, uh, Greg, you need to work just a little bit harder on that paragraph because you'll get it, and to not give up or get frustrated, and to be able to deliver that piece of ritual to a new brother in a degree and, and illustrate to them the, the Fortitude, whether they know it or not, of me having to learn ritual. That's always That's been a challenge for me since I I've been in. So that's something I need to improve on my own personal fortitude and uh, do better. And so let me leave you with one more quote. This was from Wade Phillips himself, again, the Philmont founder, says, Thomas Edison was right, in my opinion, when he defined genius as 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. So again, to me, that talks about that fortitude of not giving up, doing the right thing, putting your mind to the task and uh, achieving what you might think is unachievable, but with another day's work, another step, another piece of effort that you'll uh, be able to achieve. So Darren, let me give it back to you to finish out this episode on Fortitude. So as I wrap up the episode, I wanted to speak about the position of the cardinal virtues in the lodge room. And this is from a, a lecture from Lincolnshire, England, which dates back to the end of the 18th century. And it, it basically goes like this. Uh, speaking about a lodge room, what do you furnish it with? And the answer is the four cardinal virtues. Uh, what are they? Justice, prudence, temperance, and fortitude. How do you place them? Justice in the east, prudence in the west, temperance in the south, and fortitude in the north. But there's also some research that I've done that says that fortitude sits in the northeast corner. And the northeast corner is 
related to the pectoral since the heart has always been considered the seat of fortitude and courage and hence by this word is suggested to the mason certain symbolic instructions in relation to the virtue of fortitude. I just want to end the episode with this because uh, what I find really fascinating about that is as an entered apprentice, you are put in the northeast corner. And uh, I think it's interesting that that spot in the lodge relates to fortitude because you're asked, at least here in Illinois during our catechism, oh, where were you first made a mason? And it's in your heart. And I think that that's just an interesting connection, whether it's on purpose or not. I guess I'll never know, but I would like to think that uh, there are no accidents in Freemasonry and that it was done uh, purposefully. So uh, I think that's just uh, a little neat thing that I observed. And I think that uh, it, it's fitting that that entered apprentice is put in the northeast corner. With that, I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of Meet, Act, and Part. If you have a chance, our website, www.meetactandpart.com. And if you are so inclined, uh, please support the program on Patreon. We would uh, love your support. And I would like to thank you again for listening to us. And we will talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to Meet, Act, and Part. For more information about our show visit our website at www.meetactandpart.com. While there please consider supporting the show by sponsoring us on Patreon. Until we meet again, may we meet, act, and part.